Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, August 14th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome back from the long, or not the long weekend, just a regular weekend to the yes. Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. How was your weekend, Shauna? It was delightful. Felt like a long weekend. It was so nice. It actually did. Yeah. yeah I was outside the whole time. Um, I don't even remember exactly what I did. I. Oh, I saw did, you biked in Canmore, right? Right, did the Legacy Trail in Canmore during the day, and then was like wandering all out at night, and then was, yeah, by the pool and the river and everything outdoors, yeah. For anyone who's not from around here, the Legacy Trail is when you bike from Banff to Canmore. Yes, and back. And back. So, yeah, you do Canmore, Banff, and then Banff back to Canmore. And it's hilarious because when you do uh, the Canmore to Banff, it's uphill a lot of the time. Yeah. So it's a lot harder. And then on the way back, it feels like such a dream. It's a cruise. So do so. it in that order instead of the other way, right? Yes. Yes. Or a lot of people will actually just do the one way. They'll yeah. do the easy way, right? <laughs> Downhill? Most, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've never done it, but I mean, it's some of the most beautiful country anywhere in the world that you totally. could possibly bike through, right? So. And it's 50K. It's 25 each way. Um, so it doesn't take that long. It's not. Yeah. It's really nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We were outside most of the weekend, too. Right. Um, it's just great. Like... I said this morning on the air, summer is just 10 times better than winter. It's just so great. All the great things you can do. We were at the beach, and we went for a family bike ride, because Brigham's like big enough to keep up now. Yeah. And like we barbecued and ate outside, and played in the yard, and had a fire, and I was like, this is awesome. Yep. This is the this is what you wait for all year, right? Totally. So, yeah. try to take advantage of these days while they last. Hell yes. Won't be long. Um, on today's show, well, we had a great show, actually. We had a lot of fun. I had a hard time like organizing the segments into the podcast because it was all good, I thought. Okay. Uh, we're going to see how well we know each other, mm-hmm. Shauna and I. Who's the craziest sibling in your family and where do they fall in the birth order? Shauna has a theory about this. Terry, the month nominees and something I've been waiting a long time for happened this weekend. After your out-of-context clip of the show. Squeam! Squeam! <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My flag from Parliament Hill arrived on the weekend, Shauna. Oh, that is so exciting for you. I was you. pretty pumped. I was talking about this on the air probably almost a year ago now. Yeah. But I'd put my name on the waiting list for a flag that's been flown at Parliament Hill, which every Canadian is entitled to do. Mm-hmm. I did this in 2011. And at the time, the wait list was 12 years. 
which I was like, oh, it's forever. Yeah. I'll worry about that. When that totally. And then last year I got an email from the government saying, like, your turn is coming up. Where do we send this flag? That's so crazy. Yeah. And then it came on the weekend. And it came with a letter from the minister and it had like the date that it was flown at Parliament Hill. Wow. And it's 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 awesome. It's an authentic like flag. Parliament Hill flag. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? I don't know. It's got bird crap on it, which is really funny. Oh my God. So you know that it was actually flown there then, right? Authentic Ottawa bird crap. That's hilarious. We're not talking like the redneck birds we got out west here. These are these are Laurentian elite birds. So I'm leaving that bird crap on there, Shauna. Mm. But I don't, it's huge. I don't know where to fly it. Like, yeah, that's the thing. It's massive. Like, Someone on my TikTok suggested putting it in a shadow box, like having it folded up and putting it in a shadow box. Oh, that's not a bad idea. And my dad builds shadow boxes on the side. So I was like, oh, that's a great idea. There you go. Yeah, you need like a massive flagpole and it's just too much. You know, it's too much flag. And I opted for the smaller one. The one that flies the Peace Tower is even bigger. Jeez. I mean, it's a cool idea. I just, yeah, like what do you do with it? What do you do? Also, how do you know that it's legit the bird crap i think well that's because if it wasn't for the bird crap you, they could box it up in a back room in ottawa and be like yeah this flew like how do you know well that's what i'm wondering like right. it's hilarious that the bird crap is like a seal of authenticity <laughs> you know, like do they just have barrels of bird crap and they just paint each flag with it just to really prove it like i like to think that they squeeze the birds over top of the flag oh come on <laughs> come on crap this has to go out to Calgary. Uh, he's not crap. ready yet. Give him some more food so that he can poop on this one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my another God. Bird seat. Holy crap. So I looked at the wait list now. If you want to put your name on it now, it's over 100 years. Dear Lord. So I got in before it kind of got well known about. And now I think, like, so what do you do? Like, what do you, what's the purpose of putting your name on the list? I don't know. You're not so going to be alive. your kids can have it, your grandkids. Your grandkids. Maybe if yeah. you can, like, will... Your your like tracking number to them, and then now that I know there's crap on it, I want it more. <laughs> like before, I wasn't really interested. I'm like, no, I want a crapped on flag though for sure. I wonder how many of them get sent out with crap on it. You know, yeah. Like you said, that is the seal of authenticity. It really is. How yeah. do I know this wasn't just a regular flag that they? I hope use? they use that for other things in the government as well. <laughs> they just have the yeah. Here's more crap for the oh, that authenticity. Yeah. The podcast. I use this workout app sometimes called Fit On. And every time you open the app, they give you this motivational quote to start off your day. And uh, they're always really bad. Did we feature a bunch of these during the pandemic? Is that when you started using it? Uh, That was another workout app. Also has motivational quotes. Yes, they all do. (laughs) I do remember making fun of of a bunch of these at some point. And they are bad. Like, (laughs) I don't know who comes up with them. I don't know why they do this. But it's like, if you're going to do this, you should probably just at least focus on some good quotes, not just ones... So this is the one that they had yesterday. And I was like, what is... Okay. Choose happy. The rest will sort itself out. <sighs> that's the quote. And I just... I immediately, I was like, first of all, that that's not... There's nothing... No. That's not <laughs> no, how... No, absolutely not. Just, no. no. <laughs> that's like, not just, the way life works. No. Just, imagine it was that simple. Just choose happy, obviously. The rest will sort itself... Yeah. Yeah, you just choose happy, and then you will be happy, and you don't have to do anything else, and happiness will come for you. This is... Yeah. I mean, you get a terrible diagnosis, you forego like, treatment, and you choose happy choose instead, happy. and you'll be okay. The doctor sits down. No, no, okay, you have, you're going to die. Choose happy, though. No, All I'm right? not. I'm choosing happy. Choose happy. It doesn't... 
Just, what a piss off. What kind of stupid... <laughs> it is... Like, I opened up the app and I got mad at it. I'm like, I'm never yeah. mind. I'm going to shut you down again. Forget this. Does this qualify as a white girl quote? This is what I was wondering. Is it a white... Like, yes? Guarantee a white girl programmed that in there. Yeah, I guess so, hey? Just... Yeah. Who is this girl? I need to phone them up and be like, who who's coming up with these quotes? Now, who there is, is something to be said about your attitude. Absolutely. Right? Like, you take a positive attitude into things and it can really... I help you in the long run, yes. but I mean, you can't just. This is it's just this is wrong. Choose happy, <laughs> though. You know what I mean? Like you just can't. You can't do no, no. Well, you're not choosing happy. Are you gr- choose happy? Hmm. Can you, that's one of those like. Why are you I think mad? Of that? You know what I mean? Like to say that to really fire someone up when they're mad. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I have a couple Terry of the Month nominees. Yeah, submitted by friend of the show Evan. So. uh Evan sent us these two ads he came across on Facebook Marketplace recently. And finding either one of these would make for a great Facebook Marketplace outing. Oh, my God. He saw both. Yes. Which one do you want to take first, Shauna? Uh, maybe the Echo. Okay. So someone, this is in Calgary. Someone is selling a 2024 Toyota Echo yeah. for 2200 bucks, uh, But they've taken the front wheels off it and turned the whole vehicle into a trailer. So... It's a Toyota Echo with no front wheels, and it's being pulled by a minivan in this this photo. It it's like what so, is going on here? So you're basically using this like wheelless, engineless Toyota Echo as a utility trailer. Which I mean, to be fair, I suppose like it's very secure. Your stuff will stay nice and I guess so warm in there. Why would yeah you, you don't like you can yeah, lock what, it up? It's got a tule on the roof, so like, you what happened here? Like. <laughs> And there's no way that's a 2024, right? No, like, it's that's, not. Okay. It's the strangest. You're that just is. like, what is going on, man? Maybe this vehicle died, and he's just like, well, I could sell it or turn it into a trailer, into a Terry trailer. Holy so, crap. Pull a smaller car with your car at your trailer. God bless you. Yeah. Terry number one. Yep. Uh, Terry number two is a riverboat that's for sale. Yes. For $32,000. Uh-huh. But what's that in the back of the riverboat, Shauna? It's a dead deer. <laughs> Not just dead, but like like partially butchered. Yes, like it's got legs going everywhere. Where you can see quite a bit of meat. Yes, and it's just thrown in the back of this riverboat, just which is then the f- the, the photo. Picture. You didn't bother to take the dead deer out of your out of your riverboat before <laughs> before posting it. Hi, I'm interested in your boat. Uh, just a quick question: Is the deer still in the back of it? Yeah. Did you make jerky out of that yet, or is that still just hanging out back there, Terry? What kind of blood staining do you have going on in oh the back of that boat? Oh, my Lord, you be. It's, it is showing, though, that you can fit uh, two people comfortably and dead deer. So, I mean, Definitely. I guess sometimes you want that, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, That's just... <laughs> how do you not take the dead deer out of there before <laughs> you take the damn photo? Holy crap. Uh, so those are both great oh. nominees for Terry of the Month. Gotta right now. Don't have time to take the deer out of there. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was listening to Killing in the Name by Rage uh, on the weekend. And at one point I was listening to Zach LaRocca's grunts in that song. And I was like, geez, does he have some phenomenal grunts? Like, just listen to this. That's a great grunt. That is just a phenomenal grunt. He does a lot of that. He, it's like he has just so much emotion and energy that he can't get it out through his lyrics and dancing alone. Absolutely. He just needs to like make sounds sometimes. That's like, actually it. Like, huh. Little oh. sounds like that. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that little one there. Ugh. I love that. That one sounds like he just got... <laughs> He's like... 
You just got punched in the gut. <laughs> That's exactly it sounds what it like sounds that like. every time. It's just a lot of punches that happen. That's probably what happens. He needs to get psyched up when he's recording. He's like, just punch me in the gut. And I'll be, oh, yeah. And their music is a gut oh. punch for sure. It is. But it got me thinking about the rock and roll grunt. And I was like, that is a thing that quite a few people do. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the other good rock and roll grunts? Man, that's a tough one. It's a really tough one. I got thinking about this and I was like, it's funny because a lot of the times you don't even register that a grunt has happened until you listen, right? And you hear it and you're like, oh yeah, that's a good grunt. And it's got to be really funny during the recording process. Oh yeah. When a singer lets a grunt go and Mm -hmm. the producer's like, that actually works. We'll keep that in there. Totally. Like, oh, that's a weird grunt, but yes, yes. Uh, I was thinking, like, this is, tell me if this consider or is, is considered a grunt. Like, yes. Okay. I okay. thought you were going to touch the part where they start going, like, we start kind of screaming. The way, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. We, but, but those the, are grunts leading up grunts, to Those are grunts, right? And those are really distinct grunts, and that's another one that I could come up with, is those grunts. But that's, those wouldn't be the pinnacle of grunt, I don't think. That's Sympathy for the Devil, sympathy right? Sympathy for the Devil, the Stones. The Stones, yeah. Yeah. When, when you talk grunting, the first person I thought of was, like, James Brown. Yes. So I, I was like, what are the songs where he grunts the most? Someone online has made a compilation of all of his grunts. Oh, perfect. And they put it like a fake compilation CD called James Brown, Just the Grunts, and it's pretty funny. Oh, my God. Ah! Hit it! I'm dying! Oh, yeah. Squim! Squim! Man, I haven't oh, been saying squimp enough squimp in my is, life, have I? Oh, we need more squimps. Squimp! Squim! Uh, yeah, James Brown might be the grunter, right? Like he is he the pinnacle of grunting? I don't know. Someone made a similar compilation with Michael Jackson and it's just yeah. as funny. Again, he just has to, he has so much feeling. Oh, he just got it. It sounds like he's like running on hot coals. You know what I mean? Like, I just, ah, woo, oh. <laughs> that's exactly what it sounds like. Oh my god, I'm I've just ruined Michael Jackson for myself. I'm never gonna be able to listen to him again without being like, oh, more hot coals, eh? He's got a hot coal in his oh, pants ow, or something. Oh, 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 Okay. Well, oh my God, that's funny. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I had more, but that's nope, that's too that's funny. and Shauna podcast. I stopped myself just short of making a classic dad joke yesterday. Shana. Oh wow! We were out for brunch with McKenna's grandma and her aunt and two of her cousins, and a restaurant is dangerous territory for a dad who likes to make dad jokes. Yep. Like I'm guessing servers have had years taken off their lives yep. pretending to laugh at funny dads, wouldn't mm-hmm. you say? Yeah. Timeless favorites such as, you know, ordering a Diet Coke and being told they have Pepsi products. Is Pepsi okay? Mm-hmm. No. That kind of stuff. My, uh, my dad did the same joke every single time we went to a restaurant. Every single time. And it was, are you paying? <laughs> There's that one when the check comes. <laughs> every single time. To the Are, point where I'd be like, Dad, you, you make this joke. I'm six. I don't have a bank account yet. Like, no. Even when the, when the bill comes, you say, what's the damage? You know, that's a real classic dad joke. It's and a then, bad one, too. Yeah, sit. Oh, I don't want that. No, give it to her. No. Nope. Right? <laughs> Open up the server. How was everything? Oh, it must have been terrible as your plate is completely clean. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. classic dad jokes. Classic, yeah. Anyway, so McKenna's grandma was was ordering some pancakes, and the server said, would you like two or four pancakes? 
And while she was contemplating how hungry she was, if she wanted two or four, yeah. I almost blurted out, have four, you're not driving. <laughs> oh my God. I've never even I, heard that one go before. For not, no, you never no. heard that one? I'm not driving. You oh, never heard that one before? No. Oh man, took all my willpower not I'm to say it. I'm glad you didn't, yeah. Thing is, later in the day, I did manage to work that joke in somewhere. Okay. Uh, a neighborhood friend had stopped by on his bike for a beer. Mm-hmm. And when I offered him a second, I said, ah, go ahead. You're not driving. Nah. So I, I got it in there. Uh, I snuck it in there in okay. the end. It well, was all- <laughs> you wouldn't have slept if you didn't. After holding back the first time, you would have just been up all night if you didn't get it in there at some point. I so think I'm glad so. you did. Yeah. Imagine if I had made it twice. Oh it was nearly a God. two, you're not driving dad joke day for me. You should have made it much. four. <laughs> you're not driving. <laughs> Settle down, Dad. Oh, man. <laughs> and then I really wouldn't have slapped. I would have been too too high on the fun of that. Huh? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So a friend's dad is an Olympic weightlifter, and uh, he was talking recently about how much he doesn't like powerlifters. <laughs> and the whole conversation was absolutely hilarious because I didn't realize that there was such a snobbery when it comes to how you lift and what type of things you lift. There would be many people that wouldn't know that there's a difference between. Olympic weightlifting and powerlifting, right? Oh yeah, so. and that's probably a big, the big part of it, right? Yeah. Is they mix and match, and both of them do not like each other. And there's a huge snobbery that goes on between that. And then there's uh, the functional weightlifters. And oh the man, those guys are uppity. The functional ones, yes. And like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, and then of course there's the whole bodybuilding disciplines. Absolutely. The, yeah. Yeah, people who yeah refuse to use like things weights at weights as a whole is not a thing that you want to use. And right. Like, oh yeah. my god, it's it's crazy. And they're all convinced that what they're doing yes. is the best, and everyone else is yeah not quite as good as they are. So. No, it's a it's a <laughs> ridiculous type of snobbery, but it is very real. Lifting snobs. Lifting snobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yes. Well, if it's not a snatch cleaner jerk, it's not real weightlifting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's not recognized by a governing Olympic body, then I will not waste my body's time with it. Well, I only do calisthenics. My body is all the weight I'll ever need. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> is that a barbell? I prefer to lift like a primitive monkey would by swinging it above my head and then climbing a tree with it. <laughs> oh, you use weight machines? <laughs> Why not have someone else lift the weight for you, too? <laughs> Oh no, oh I only lift with my mind. I look at it and it lifts itself. That's the only way to prove you're truly one with the lifting. <laughs> yes, mind lifting, yes. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I know this is gonna rustle some Jimmy's this opinion, especially amongst the fitness enthusiasts and fitness professionals, trainers, that sort of thing. I've never really understood the whole functional fitness argument because it's 2023. You know, like how much are you really doing in your day-to-day life that requires functional fitness, right? Yeah. You know, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to think like most of us have jobs that aren't that where you're sitting at a desk or something, right? Yeah. And if you do have a physical job every day that you're doing that job, you are building the necessary muscles to do that job. It's true. Yeah. So I know, like, I have a friend who's really big into the whole functional fitness. He's like, that's not functional. You're weightlifting. He's like, you got to be, you know, doing more dynamic lifts, more body weight stuff. It's got to be functional. I'm like, for what? To go on the radio? Like, to. Yeah. I guess you could make the argument, like, 
you know, if you're doing yard work or if I'm like playing with my kids and stuff, then you want to have the body that can do that. Yeah. But I've never fully understood the functional. No, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's like, what are you doing in your day to day life that requires all this like (laughs) lifting and jumping and stuff? I mean, if it makes. Oh, man, that's that's an ignorant. All right, then. Holy crap. All right. Continue, carry on. What were you um, saying? No, I mean, I, I do get like, you know, I, I'm in pretty good shape right now. And it's funny how it, it just makes everything about life easier. And you don't realize until you are with other people who perhaps aren't as in shape or like you're, you know what I mean? Like, that's the one thing I notice. Yeah, um, like if you have to walk somewhere. Or if yeah, yeah. Like even just like, yeah, riding a bike or, or carrying something, whatever it might be. So mm-hmm. that's, I guess, what they mean by that. I guess so. I don't know. But I mean, you could achieve that just by moving, right? It's true. Yeah. Just by doing anything, really. True. Yeah. I mean, and I guess that's what they're trying to say is do more of just regular stuff. Like lifting just normal yeah. stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I lift to look good. That is my goal, right? Yeah. I'm not trying to break any weightlifting records. I'm not trying to I, I don't do anything that requires a lot of functional fitness. Yeah. I just want to look good and feel good. Yeah. Sure. But I know what you mean. It does make life a little easier if you're... If you're in shape, you feel better. You yeah. um, just like walking upstairs, that kind of thing. You know, like <laughs> we had a we had a gym teacher who was just a meatball, and I I wasn't there for this, but someone who's in his class that he was he was explaining how much better easier life is when you're strong, and he's like like opening this door, and he just goes and like opens the door and closes it a bunch. He's like, this is so much easier because I'm in shape, and everyone's like, huh? you're an absolute meatball, man. Oh <laughs> my god, that's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Functional fitness. Functional fitness. Functional fitness. Love it. And functional space in your new Shane Holmes yes. home. Uh, functional is whatever you need it to be, right? It's whatever works for your situation, your needs. Shane Holmes will work with you. Their affordable customization lets you alter their floor plans and make it perfect for you. So if you're thinking about building, if you're in the market for a new place, talk to Shane Holmes. ShaneHolmes.com. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Monday morning, coming in hot with the conspiracy theories. A spicy conspiracy early on a Monday. Ooh. Hope you're ready for it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Taste it there on the tip of your tongue. I got a message in front of the show, Dallin, and it was actually a it was a, a, a sketch comedy skit that touched on what I think is a pretty plausible conspiracy theory. Oh. So you may have heard that a couple weeks ago, several high-ranking U.S. military personnel testified before Congress about a program that the government ran for decades looking into UFO crash landing sites. Yes. And the the so-called biologics that they recovered from these sites. They were saying, like, were these aliens? Were they? It was all based on this information from a whistleblower, mm-hmm. and it had all the you know the alien community a buzz when this was going on. Yep. So anyway, this this sketch is from uh, I think it's from the whitest kids you know comedy troupe, but it's the White House press secretary. And just listen to this right here. May be involved in some sort of intergalactic drug cartel, perhaps affiliated with one of the. Uh Interstellar Wizard Alliances. Wizard Alliances? Yes. Next question. Just a thought, more of a shot in the dark, but uh, we wouldn't happen to be invading Iran today, would we? You got me. Uh, you got me. Uh, I fell for it. I fell for it. You, you almost got, got away with that one. Uh, no, I, I went too far. So the idea is that whenever this alien stuff comes out, yeah. it's meant to come. trying to hide other things. 
It's meant to cover for something else. Because there are certain topics that you just know if they hit the news, they're going to make noise. Yep. And aliens is one of them. 100%. So what better, what better weapon to deploy when you need a distraction than aliens? It's very true. Now, I don't know specifically what the government would be distracting from. I don't know either. Are they invading Iran? I don't know. Maybe. Right? Mm. But I... That's the thing we don't know because aliens. That's right. Mm. That's more interesting, isn't it? Yep. That's what everybody's talking about. And like we know, we know that governments manipulate the media. Of course. And that they, you know, time stories. They time the release of certain information. Even like, you know, the classic Friday news dump. If you got bad news, you, you release it on the Friday, preferably the Friday before a summer long weekend because yeah, you know nobody's going to care, no. right? We got other things going on. Mm-hmm. But if you can't do that, maybe you throw in a little aliens here and there. Mm. I hit them with an aliens. Yeah. They'll be too, too tied up with that to it think about what's going on over here. Right, on the spicy. plausibility scale, Shauna. Yeah. I'm going to give this one like 16. Oh, wait. Is this one from 1 to 10? I always forget our rating Yeah, this is high, but we don't have a metric. We don't have a metric. I know. Uh, You need to give me a metric, but I'm already jumping in there. uh, Anal probes. Okay. How many anal probes out of 10? I'm going to say... Yeah. We're doing 16 16 anal anal probes. I think that's fair. That's a lot of anal probing. (laughs) Some would say not enough. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I got into a discussion with my sister and some friends on the weekend about siblings. And we're having this discussion about who is the craziest sibling, and everybody unanimously agreed that the one sibling in the order of birth is always the craziest, and it's the youngest. The youngest is the craziest. Yes. And I was hearing this, and I was like, hey, now, I'm the youngest. Like, okay, back up. Now. Like, what are we talking here crazy-wise? Like, wh- what's happening here with the youngest? What type of crazy? So uh, they explained that it was like, the daredevil, the one who will the go risk taker, the risk taker, the one who will go and do the that kind of crazy stuff. Like my sister was like, yeah, like, I don't know, just you, you'll jump out of planes and do that kind of thing. Like you are definitely that type of crazy. I was like, okay, well, I suppose that is between my sister and I the case for our, uh, us for sure. I will, mm-hmm. I'm way more. But why? Why is that? Like you have two, three brother or two brothers? Brother. Yeah, and it's definitely not true of my family. Really? No, my youngest brother is. So right. put together. He won't even like go out in the sun. He's so risk averse, you know? That's really funny. I, I'm the crazy one in our family. And I asked this in our family group chat yesterday. Yeah. I was like, who would you say is the craziest in our, in our, out of the kids? And they all agreed that it was me. And you're the oldest, and right? I'm the oldest. Yeah. Interesting. Because and yeah, then, there was like eight of us and every single one was like, no, the youngest in my family is by far the craziest. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Because in my mom's family, it's not, she's, she's the second youngest and it's not her either. It's one of the older ones for sure. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that's weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I was just like, I, I was trying to figure out why that might be that the youngest would be the craziest. and The youngest is always far less scrutinized. Yeah. Right. They're not under the watchful. Although sometimes that can backfire, right? Sometimes too much attention from parents, I think, can turn a kid crazy, right? Yeah. This is like sometimes the craziest kids are the, the children of police. Yes. What is it? Three Ps, right? Uh, Police, principals, and pastors. I think yeah, is how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's, that's it. Like I have some friends who, if you're too strict on them, yes. they, they went They'll nuts. Go the other uh, way. Yes. Yeah. Because it's just fighting off against them. Okay. So maybe that's just, yeah, it was just our group of friends that said the, the last one. Because yeah, I was, I was wondering why that would be too. And I think you're right. It's because the, like my sister was always the one who was always like under the watchful eye mm-hmm. and like she's the one who kind of paved the way. And then I could come along and it was a lot more relaxed when I was there, you know? like It's true for my kids. Yeah. Like, Bo is much more serious and analytical and, like, you could look at their bedrooms 
and you could you would tell which one. Like Brigham is the younger one, and he's wilder for yep. sure. Okay, and just, you can just look at their rooms, and Bose is so put together, and Brigham's is like a mess, right? So it's like yeah. And if yeah. there's more and more siblings, then it probably throws a wrench into that as well. Cause Maybe like, yeah. Are you talking like the youngest of the youngest, or the mid young, or the mid old, or yeah? Yeah, when you don't even really have a, <laughs> an order. Like my mom was the uh, was one of seven, right? So that, oh, that changes things, right? Yeah. Then you, when you have a full baseball team there, then it's <laughs> yeah. Who knows? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. There's a new movie out called Queen Pin or something. I forget. I think it's Amazon Prime. And uh, I, I, I saw that and I was like, interesting. I wonder where the term kingpin comes from. Because queen pin is a play on the word kingpin. Queen pin is a yeah play on the kingpin. So it got me thinking about that. Is it a bowling term? Yeah. Uh, so it's funny though because I'd never really thought of it until I was like, "Wait, where did that come from?" And it did. It started with bowling. Um, so the center pin in bowling is known as the kingpin. So before the game of bowling, though, there was a very similar game known as skittles. <laughs> and skittles are what the pins are referred to in that game. And that was kind of the precursor to bowling. And just like bowling, the aim is to knock down all the pins in the game. And the kingpin was known from skittles prior to that as well. Seems like every culture has their own variation of knock down all the things. Yes. That type of game, right? There's another one called kales. And then there was a game that was very similar that people believed used to be on all the ships that they would play mm-hmm. as well. So there's all kinds of different bowling games. Uh, there's actually a game called skittles that still played in a lot of the pl- pubs in the UK. So oh, really? It's become kind of a miniature version of bowling. It's one that's not a huge alley, but it's kind of like, you know, a smaller version where you do. You have to kick, like, kick down all the pins still. Yeah, or so. even like, uh, you know, like Bunnock, that tournament I went to last year where you throw horse ankle bones and try to knock over the other horse ankle totally. bones. There's all these different variations, It's right? very simple. Throw thing at other thing. Knock yes. other thing down. We like this. We do. We, we do like this. We probably this. will forever. It's <laughs> totally... This is us as humans. Let's come up with some other ones. Um, but Kingpin now, when you think about it, is used to refer to, like, drug dealers or drug... Lords, essentially, now. Yeah, someone at the head of a crime organization. or Yeah, and then when you think about that, uh, well, think about the kingpin in bowling. It's the middle one, mm-hmm. and it's always at the kind of center of the triangle, and then everybody fans out from that, or the center of the, you know, let's say a photo of some sort of drug cartel or something, and the lead guy will be in the middle. So that's all why it's referred to as the drug dealer now. And you take that one down, yeah, and the rest will fall. And the rest will fall. Oh. So simple, but again, something that you never really think about. You're like, ah, makes perfect sense. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. This clip came down my feed the other day. It was from the Jimmy Kimmel Show, and they had stopped couples on the street, and they were asking them pretty basic questions about each other, about their partners. Yeah. And of course, they aired the ones where people did just terribly. Oh, boy. Um, Some of the questions were really basic. Like, if you were in a relationship with someone for longer than... A few months. I think you should be expected to know these things about your partner. Some people forget these things. It's like They're how old they are. Yeah, oh. Like that. Kind of, like what their job title is. Those kind of questions. Yeah, that's. If you don't know that about someone that you're dating. Although, if, did you just start dating, or is, was it like people who have been dating for a while? People who have been dating for a while. Oh, people who had married in some Holy cases. It was crap. brutal. It oh, was just boy. so embarrassing. Whoopsie popsie. But I was watching this, and I was thinking, like, I know, obviously I know all this about McKenna, but I was like, I bet Shauna and I. Could could nail all these questions about each other better than these couples could, you know? Because we've worked together for we have eight years now. Although, as you say that, keep it in mind, I do have a terrible memory. So, well, like I said, these are very basic okay. questions. Right. So, do you want to try some let's, of them? Let's do some. Okay. So, how old am I? 
34. You're 35. You're quite a bit older than me. Uh, what's <laughs> my months. What's my middle name? Oh. <sighs> I should know this. Yours is like Grace. Like Scott or James or something? like <laughs> Steven. Oh, damn Yours it. is Grace. You have two, don't you? Yes. Is it Grace Curry? Grace Curry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, job title, we could skip that one because we have the same job title. We do, yeah. Uh, what are my parents' names? Jerry and Karen. Bill and Andrea. Yes. Uh, what are my siblings' names? Scott and Jared. Ashley. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What did my parents do for work? Uh, They're both retired now, but what did they do? Well, your mom worked for the city. Yes. Uh, and your dad was a police officer. Your dad ran an insurance business, mm-hmm. and your mom was a music teacher. Yeah. Uh, where did I go to school? Oh, I forget the name of your school. Sorry. Well, I went to two high schools. Yeah. I went to Holy Cross and St. Yeah. Joe's, and mm-hmm. then I went to radio school at... Oh. Do you remember that? Western Grade... Yeah. Whatever was it called. Western Academy Broadcasting. Western Academy Broadcasting, yeah. And you went to Brampton Centennial. Yeah. And then you went to Ryerson at the time, which is now Toronto Metropolitan University. Yes. Uh, no longer Ryerson. Are my grandparents still alive? Uh, no. No, none of them. And no. I don't believe any of yours are as well. Right? No. No, neither of us have any grandparents left. No. Uh, favorite food? Well, with you, it's pizza or pizza. poutine. I mean... <laughs> pizza, for sure. Yeah. And I think yours would be sushi? Yeah. Seafood? That's a tough call for... Seafood would probably Some be type it. Of yeah. seafood? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So we did pretty we well. We did pretty damn well. Compared to all these people. You can't date someone for years and not know... How old they are? That's what? awkward. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. And I mean, the shirtless beach scene, I was like, wow. I don't think Tim Private Ryan would be in best form. No. Just poop your pants a little bit, hey, man. <laughs> Shut up. I just want to get home. I'm so cold. This sucks. X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.